really. Of all the ochres, she's the meatiest. You are like a, a earlobe. You're just there, just wobbling. You stuck up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerve herder. Dirt-eating piece of slime, you scum-sucking pig, you son of a motherless goat. You are a sad, strange little man. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Oh, right! To call you stupid would be an insult to stupid people! You are a smelly pirate hooker. You look like a blueberry. It's the Sadie and Sean Have No Friends podcast. Oh, I gotta turn my heater off. Because you know why? That's why I think it goes... When I talk. Uh, First, I gotta say... Thank you for uh, tuning in. It's episode 21 of the announcement this weekend. Can we talk oh, about yeah, the announcement this you, weekend? You're so unclear with the way that you speak. You're like a typical woman. And so there was people that thought it was going to happen on Friday, and they were so excited. They've been hitting us up, and they're like, you didn't announce it. And so I know. I saw that, and I felt bad. But so here's the deal. I can hardly wait. I'm so well, excited. it's just it's the I'm name change. You know about this. I've talked to you so many times. I'm being sarcastic. Right I now know you are the dumbest announcement of all time. You know what? How about you have some positivity? So the name has been changed. This was actually inside baseball. This was going to be the original name. Sadie and Sean have no friends. And <laughs> this was going to be it. But then, you know, we kind of had to take some different maneuvers we didn't have to i chose to because i i'm still employed and i like to keep it that way quite (laughs) and there was some things about sadie's contract that you sign when you're in radio and then when you quit it's a gray area and it's weird and so yeah but you know what my voice was all right but i didn't want my name like totally associated with it so he was scared anyway the so name's the name changed now. Change it's too late. Is, yeah, I know, because I went on please. and changed it. <laughs> the name is, say, I already said it. Why are you drum rolling? Oh. Sadie and Sean have no friends. <laughs> it used to be Sadie has no friends except Sean. And I'm like, that name is stupid and it doesn't make sense, but we had to kind of sit on it, naming it what it originally is meant to be named. Man, and I so, hope that announcement was as exciting for you as it was for me, because that one got me excited. <laughs> I don't even know if I can finish this episode. I'm so pumped right now. I might just well, need to go run in circles. <laughs> Shut up. You know what? Do you not? You're in radio. You don't get the hype. You got to hype it up. Hype it. This is a new name. Here, That's it, have you ever read that story when you were a kid? The boy who cried wolf. <laughs> We really did change. Yeah, but the next time you say that there's a big announcement, people are going to be like, (laughs) it's probably that she got a new bra. And I don't care about that. And so I'm not going to tune in for the big announcement. But really, it's a big, big announcement that a whole bunch of people should have tuned in for. But because this one was so dumb, now you got people thinking that all of our big announcements are going to be dumb. Well, thanks for listening to today's episode. I didn't mean to make you cry so early in the show. I'm sorry. I really Mm. feel like I should just go back to bed. But um, what did you want to talk about? You were the uh, because I was going to just mention the announcement that there was the name change. So if you're searching for social media or anything, or if you see that it changes, it's been updated. So don't freak out. Why would you freak out? It's It's, not a hacker. It's not a hacker. And um. 
you know that this isn't what I wanted to talk about, but speaking of scams and hackers and, th- and things like that, it's yeah. getting out of control, especially like in the ticket world. I have that band that we talked about and, oh, and we yes. did a show that was sold out and it was cool. And that's all neat. And I'm not going to, I saw the pictures. I'm not going to brag too much today, but it was really cool, but yeah. it's wild in this world right now. The scammers, when it comes to tickets, what they do is they all go on social media and they like attack. They like grab onto these posts where people are saying that they have a show coming up and you should buy tickets. They'll, what they'll do is they'll write, we bought four tickets and we can no longer go because something came up and it's always like a full story and <gasps> you should hit me up. And I'll sell you my four tickets. And I thought most people were probably cool with like, okay, it's a scam because it's all over the place. You can see it. It's wild. But there's this one older gentleman who's like, he's probably in his 60s and he's become a fan of the band and he comes to all of our shows. And so he hits me up the other day and he sends me a text message and it's a screenshot of how much he paid for three tickets. And this is a cover band. We can't charge How how much did he pay? pay? If you pay more than $20 a ticket to see my band play, you've gotten ripped off because it's a cover band and it's a stupid thing. It's fun. It's a great show. It's it's, it's an amazing show. But it's not worth more than $20. So don't ever pay more than $20. So he's three tickets. He spent 360 some dollars. And I was like, whoa, dude, I hope you did. That's like you haven't pushed pay yet, right? That's you're making sure. He's like, no, I bought them ready to go for the show. Can't wait. Is this like, fella hey. in love with you? Is there is there yeah, some I mean, burning be. desire? Because there is nothing where I'd be like that much of a markup. That's an insane markup. Like, well, no, he didn't even know. He thought this was how much they cost. He didn't know he was being scammed again. He, oh. he's, he's an older gentleman who probably doesn't know a lot about technology from the conversations I've had. Yeah. And, but he spent $360 on three tickets. This was two days before the show. So then the next day, which is the day before the show, he hits me up and he's like, this guy said he was going to send me the tickets oh, at no. least at least 24 hours in advance. And it's it's well under that now. And I haven't gotten any tickets. What can I do? I was like, I'll put you on my guest list. That's I'm at this point, it's the least I can do. And but Sean's so, like, but I want that three hundred dollars if yeah. you get it back. <laughs> it's only damn right fair. I do. Damn right I, I do. Um, you don't have to brag, but I saw pictures and they looked amazingly cool. And your shows just every time I go to a double wide show, I laugh and laugh and laugh. It's it's just a fun place to go and listen to great music and laugh. And you guys put on such a cool show. So much so that my sister, Katie, <laughs> is like, she's like, a, she's like, a, what do they call? Like a groupie? Uh, yeah, she's a groupie. She's a groupie. And her and all her friends, they're like, Sean's playing in Denver, everybody. And I'm like, the Sean that I know? Because Sean and I talked on... Friday afternoon and he was like, I got to go. I got this, this, and this to do. And I got this. And I'm like, well, probably just going to watch a movie tonight. And he goes, why don't you come down here? I'm like to Denver. We've talked about the 30 mile radius, Sean, plus nighttime driving on a weekend, which jacks up the DUIs of people driving drunk. I will stay in bed and watch Dateline. Not only that, but I would tell you this too. Like if I wasn't in the band, even if I was a super, this could have been Garth Brooks playing at the Grizzly Rose or it could have been Josh Turner or Randy Travis or one of my heroes. I would not have wanted to be in that crowd. It was, this is going to sound like I'm bragging, but this is the truth. It was, it was sold out in the presale. And so then they had a bunch of people walk up to trying to get tickets at the door. So they sold a few and it was over. So it was packed. It was so great. The pictures looked insane. 
sardine pack, like not fun people passing out because it's hot and fighting and like just one of those scenarios. Have you ever been in the the party zone at Cheyenne Frontier Days after yeah. a sold out show or the standing room only at the Greeley Stampede for a sold and, out show? And they, as the night just, goes on, people get drunker and drunker and sloppier and sloppier yeah. and sloppier. And then they're slapping each other, which is kind of fun to watch. And if you catch one of those, so being up high on the stage where you seeing people just there's someone fainting over there and someone slapped that guy over there. And well, I watched one girl faint. Like three rows from the stage, she fainted in the middle of a was song. Was it when you I'm walked like, out? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, most of them scream like I'm Elvis Presley, and but they don't quite faint. They they, they want to see the show. They waited a long time to be that close to me, and so uh, no, but she did. True stories that she fainted, and so I'm thinking to myself, I see these uh, like stories about some of the country artists, like Thomas Rhett, recently stopped a show because somebody fainted yeah. and like prayed with the whole audience, and Jelly Roll stopped did the show recently. And I'm well, I was thinking in my head as we're singing a song, I'm like, that's what all the big guys are doing. Do I need to stop the song? And like, but they're <laughs> Wait, taking one, care of her. So one question. Do. Did you have the pubic hair wig sticking out of your pants? <laughs> Not <at that laughs> and then you wanted to join hands with everybody. <laughs> that, that did happen later, but that did not happen. So at that point. You're giving away the show. So what happened? Um, yeah, forget I said that whole thing. What happened to her? Did the ambulance come or did somebody just pick her up and go, come sit down? They, they all move out of the way on the in the area where it's packed uh, and they take her away. So I can't see what's going on anymore. I don't know where she went. Have you ever fainted somewhere in public? No, nope. because I haven't. I faint every time I go to the doctor's office because I can't do blood. But that's normal. Well, at the station it. that we used to work at, um, we did a lot of work with Budweiser Event Center, which is now Blue Federal Credit Union. But we worked with them constantly. It turned and, into a bank. Uh, well, no, it the the bank is now the sponsor. Oh, so it's no okay. longer you Budweiser Event Blue Center. Federal Credit Blue. Union. I thought there was like well, a drive up where Blue I could put arena. my deposit. Oh, whatever. So there's a blue arena and a ball arena in Denver. Now we got, well, blue and I don't ball. go to anything anymore, but at <laughs> one time you didn't catch my joke. <laughs> oh, <blue. laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. I keep do. interrupting your story. You fainted somewhere. You and I do shows at the blue ball, <laughs> the ball. And, and then, then not only do we have the blue and the balls, but then the, where do the Colorado Rapids play? Red what about Red Rocks? That no, could be that, um, nuts. You, you didn't hear you didn't answer my question. The Colorado Rapids do not play at Red Rocks. Where do the Colorado Oh, is that Rapids soccer? Play? Yeah. Um their arena is called Dicks. Dicks Sporting <laughs> Goods Park. So we got the blue, the balls, and the dicks. <laughs> and the red rocks. Yeah, could the, the red one? rocks doesn't go along. No, that doesn't do anything with <laughs> what the, I'm saying. Whatever. Anyway, so listen to this incredibly embarrassing story. Uh they were doing a, a foreigner concert and they were doing a blood drive at the event center. And so I went over at, on the air and did breaks back to Scott and I was going to donate my blood. And I walked in and I was like, oh, Hey, everybody. You found out you had incredibly a and you fainted. <laughs> no, I already knew. I'm like, is this a problem? <laughs> Sorry. That was probably offensive to some. <laughs> Dare you. I keep interrupting um, your story. Sorry. I'm going to shut up now. Wait for your apology to her later. Okay. So 
I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go over and I'll do a live break and be like, come on, everybody, come out. It's for a great cause. And all you got to do is just spend 10 minutes donating blood. And so I knew everybody at that time that worked at the Budweiser Event Center like super well. And we all hung out. And you we, were probably sleeping with one of them. Well, Ryan was one <laughs> of them. Yes. <laughs> Oh, and that's what makes this story so much better because I go over there and the nurse like sets me up and they plick, prick my finger and then uh, they hook me up and I'm doing a break and I'm like, this is such a great and I'm doing a live break with Scott back and forth and I'm like, this is uh oh and I start getting hot and I'm like, I'm okay, it's fine, I'm fine. And then I faint and I drop the microphone and I pass out. <laughs> then were you I, sitting? Yes, I was in like no, one of those lay down chairs. No, no, no. So then I I really had to pee before I fainted. So then I woke up and I panicked and I'm like, I got to pee. What if I faint and piss myself? And then this gets even better for me. And so I'm like, I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so I stand up. And while I had passed out the first time, a pretty healthy number of people had come and gathered around me with their phones out and I wake up and I'm like white. I just, I'm sweating and I'm white and I look up and Ryan is in front of everybody filming me. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, your relationship at this point, we were in the stage where you shouldn't do that. But I think that should be from stage one until stage forever where. And so I still am like, you know, that was such a dick move because I woke up and I'm looking around and everyone's like, oh, my God. And you're my person. And you're like, oh, man, twice, guys. She passed out twice. I got them both. If anyone I'll text it to anybody. I just thought that was a pretty I wasn't very cool of him to do that. I made Shannon. Oh, man, I, I feel bad about this. I made Shannon one time go to Kiss was playing at Cheyenne Frontier Days. And yeah. I had it, Kiss was on my bucket list. It was a band I'd never seen. And like Kiss They're is so iconic. Weird, They're yeah, so it's weird. weird. I would never go to another Kiss concert, but I needed to at that point in my life. I was so excited when they yeah. announced they were going to be at Cheyenne Frontier Days. Problem was that it's the middle of July and uh. Shannon had uh, recently, not recently, like six or seven months before that been knocked up. So she was oh. pregnant. So pregnant made, anything isn't fun i made hey. her go to this concert that sold out and the only <laughs> tickets that we had were in that standing room only pit where it's packed in like sardines and yeah. she's already hot and miserable and it's 150 degrees outside and there's 100 million people and she's like i'm about to think we gotta leave and i was like no 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 <laughs> oh, we are not wow <laughs> We should name today's episode Shannon and Sadie pretty much got screwed in the partner department because mine films me fainting and you take her to the slaughter. I mean, didn't you did you say before, like, honey, it's going to be really hot. Do you want to go or should I go with a friend? I don't know how that conversation went, but. I just know that I didn't what I should have done in that situation would say you're pregnant with my kid. Let's go find you somewhere where you can sit and cool down. Yeah. Instead, I was like, I, you're going to have to faint. <laughs> um, because I'm, staying. I'm not leaving. Yeah, he, <laughs> he's going to be 20 feet away from us right now. And if we leave, we won't be able to get back to this spot. So if you yeah. got to like, sit on the dirt or something like go ahead. I'm, I'm amazed not, at people leaving. I'm amazed at people who will put the time into standing room because 
that takes a lot of time. And I know people who will go to big shows and they will show up at like in the morning to get in, to yeah. be right up front. Maybe somebody will touch their fingers. Maybe they'll poop their pants in the 18 hours they're waiting for the show to start. But I'm, I'm genuinely like, how do you wait that long and not have to go to the bathroom? Well, I think they'll, they'll, I've watched it before. They'll get out of line, like during the day when they're waiting, they'll get out of line and have somebody hold their spot. And usually people are pretty cordial that are all camped out right there. So they'll let them come back after you go pee. But, uh, I mean, but once yeah. the sh- once you get in, that's that what I'm is saying. your turf. And if you leave it, somebody's going to take it. That's where all the care. fights happen. That's why there's so many fights in those areas every single time. Cause somebody had to go pee or poop and they try to come back and they were like, I've waited 27 hours for this spot. I'm getting this spot back. And somebody else has already overtaken the spot. And, and now it really, it's on. Now, it really bam, bam, bam. like a herd of cattle because one moves out to go pee or something. And, from the back, they just move forward and your spot has been sucked out. And I remember one time um, we went to see, Oh, let's see. I was so excited. Dwight Yoakam. Dwight puts on such a good show and I love him. And uh, I went and saw him at Cheyenne frontier days. I've never seen so many fights because we were on the other side of the fence, which is such a cool thing and blessing that we get to do. And, um, but you, that was when you worked in radio, you, you are back on the other side (laughs) of the fence. Can I be honest? I really am thinking, is there anyone I would, I feel like I've seen everyone I really care to see. And I know you may say, Oh, say it, you're just seeing that. But Sean, even when you worked with me, was I a big go outer? Gotta meet this person. I mean, I remember we had an intern who loved Keith Urban. She was like our intern for like a year. Loved Keith Urban. Oh my God. I love Keith Urban. Keith Urban's great. Whatever. And he came to town and we got tickets to meet him. And I didn't get a ticket, but somebody we both know got a ticket. And this person, our intern, was like, please, please, God, I would never ask, but this is my, this is like my ultimate number one dream person in the whole wide world. And this woman was that we knew was like, no. I'm going to go meet him. (laughs) And I'm like, dude, that's so uncool because everybody has one. And you could give somebody. And I always thought you could have given her the thrill of her life. And you just didn't do it. Why? So you could like say you met Keith Urban because I have met Keith Urban. Nice guy. Probably wouldn't remember me if I saw him on the street. No, nope. it's, you know, but it would have thrilled that girl. I still think about that all the time because <laughs> every year she posts a picture of her and Keith Urban. And I'm like, damn, it's been like 15 years. I will tell you, Keith Urban is the best smelling of all <gasps> the country artists I've ever met. He has like when you go to meet him, he has like a vibe area. It's not most of these artists will just have a backdrop and yeah. it'll just be in a weird open room. No, he's got like curtains put up and he's burning it's incense. Really and he's weird, covered yeah. in. It, the time I met him, though, he kept talking about um, um, what's his wife's name? Nicole Kidman. But he calls her Nick. And so he was talking about her the whole time and he was talking about somebody named Nick. And I kept thinking that it was like his son or his dog or somebody <laughs> like that. And I was like, that's cool. Like, when do you get to see Nick again? And literally, I was having a conversation with this dude thinking that he's talking about a dude named Nick. And he was talking about his wife. He calls her Nick. Just in case you ever meet her. 
That is a very cool Keith Urban story. When I did eventually meet Keith Urban, which was super duper, uh, we went back and he does smell so good. It's shocking how good he smells. And somebody told me it might have been him that they create a scent that's just Mm -hmm. for him. And I'm like, that is next level. That's next level celebrity. This is the perfect segue into what I wanted to talk about today. So I was reading, it's actually, this is an article in the Wall Street Journal, and I don't just sit and read the Wall Street Journal, but I popped up somewhere that I was reading. And it says that there's a bunch of like employers that are pumping fragrant fragrances into workspaces to improve like workers' moods and get people to come back to the office because since the pandemic, people don't want to go back to offices. And so this is like some sort of expert psychologist says, if you make the place smell wonderful, people will come back. And so there's a whole article in the Wall Street Journal. Go look it up about employers doing this. (laughs) But what I will tell you is nothing smells as good as the can. Right now, as I sit in my little desk, in my little studio area, I got my candles going. These candles smell good. Nothing is going to. Oh, well, one smells like pumpkin and one blueberry. Oh, no, it smells like it's baking. I sometimes feel bad because the kids will be like, did you make a pie? I'm like, candle. <laughs> I, for some reason, it, it doesn't matter if it's a scent that I smell on somebody else, whether it be like a fragrance, like a perfume. And then I try to go buy it and I put it on myself no. and I'm like, it doesn't work. It just doesn't smell as good. Or if it's a, a smell that I smelled somewhere that I want to put in my house or a candle that I smelled somewhere, I put it in my house and it, it smells like shit. Now I can't ever get the perfect fragrance. The only perfect fragrance that I can ever like, this is what I want my, like the Vegas hotels. They smell so good. I what? don't know what they do there, but those like the just minute Vegas you walk into like a, smell. <laughs> a what <laughs> I said, Vegas in general just has a smell. Well, outside, it doesn't smell good. But once you maybe that's why it's like extra pronounced when you go inside of these resorts, because you just smell shit for the last 30 minutes as you are walking the strip. And then you go in and it smells like like a puff of cool air. Yeah, whatever that heaven scent is. is. But then there's some dude dealing it online and I bought some and I put it in my house. And sure enough, doesn't smell like Vegas hotel to me. It smells like I don't like it. (laughs) Is scent blind a thing? No, I well, probably I, I don't think know. I get used to it. Like if I if I burn the same candle too often, I can't smell it anymore. So, like he, OK, if, so then you would be in the same camp as Ryan, because Ryan, this annoys me. But if it'll be like a cold day, um, I love to go around and light candles. I love it. It's warm. It's welcoming. I love candles. And after about an hour, he'll go around and he'll blow them all out. And I'm like, what, what are you doing? And he goes, well, the smell's already out there. And the smell the smells out there. How much smell do you want out yeah. there? You're going to waste all the smell. I think that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I mean, it makes sense to me. The biggest problem for me is like, it doesn't matter if it's good smells or bad smells. There's a pair of shoes that I have that I've had for too long and they stink and I, I don't smell it, but everybody, <laughs> everybody else does. And they're quick to tell me, dude, your shoes stink. Yeah, we had to get Murphy some some stuff because she I mean, it. I remember one night she she just was playing and fell asleep in our bed. And I'm like, I can't sleep in this bed. She has the worst smelling feet. It's giving me a headache. <laughs> I think I slept and slept in the guest room. 
Oh, I would have, I would have carried around. I had that problem this morning, actually. We were at church and Boone hasn't been feeling good. Normally they go to like a kid's area, but this morning he was like, dad, I don't feel good. Can I just stay with you? So I was holding him on my lap as we're, and he's like mouth breathing on me and he had the worst (laughs) breath I'd ever smelled before. And so in the middle of church, I was like, dude, I can't anymore. You either got to sit on your chair then he's pissed and throwing a fit because he's five. And And he's like, I don't feel good. Like here is an Altoid. I didn't have any Altoids or I'd have given him one. I was just stuck. I was either forced to like let him throw a fit because I can't handle it. I'm a puke, dude. Your, your mouth stinks bad. I don't know when the last time we brushed his teeth, but at five, they don't do it on their own. And so we, well, I know because Murphy is six and every night we're like, go in and brush your teeth. And I have caught her before in her bathroom. I'll peek around and she's just standing there as the water runs and she's yeah. talking to herself in the mirror. And I'm like, you know, in the time it takes you to pretend you're doing it, you could just do it. Same thing I tell my 13-year-old son. He will he refuses to wash his hands after he takes a dump. And <laughs> now I'll catch him. I'll catch him running the water, messing around with the soap thing so it looks like it's been done, drying the hair, like messing up the paper towel or the towel. And the th- I was like, dude, you just spent more time acting like you washed your hands than if you would have just washed your damn hands. Plus, your hands would have been clean and there wouldn't be poop on them. Why? And it still happens. Every time. Oh my God. What is the deal with that? When does that sink in where you're like, oh, I got to go wash my hands, guys? Because I was just reading this article, which is so tragic, but it says maybe. I don't remember. (laughs) I think I read it on people, people on Twitter or something. (laughs) But, um, They're saying that there are links, probably incredibly tiny links, but there are links to Alzheimer's and picking your nose and eating it. And I read that and I thought every day I'm watching my child just eat those memories away (laughs) because she's just like, then lunch comes and I'm like, how are you still hungry? How is she producing that many? That's what I want to know. I don't know. know. And I don't know if it's one of those things where the more you pick it, it's like you're tending <laughs> to it like a plant and it just keeps right. growing. But I, I'm constantly looking over going, do you need a tissue? And she's like, no, I'm good. I'm going to lick it. And there's, <laughs> I can do, no, I can't. I can't do anything anymore. I used to be able to be like, I could do poop and I could do puke. I can't do anything anymore. And I especially can't do big old stringy boogers. Like, yeah. Oh, God, I'm like, here's what I will say. And this is a really gross statement, but it's the truth of the matter. Cause I had one of my kids, which I won't name which one of the three, but one of them didn't eat them, but picked them all the time and just randomly wiped them on whatever was nearby. And so I'm like, dude, I'd rather you just eat it. Just put it in your mouth. Cause I don't want it on my couch or my chair or my desk or anywhere. I don't want it. Just put it in your mouth then. Just eat it. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? I think that's just like we all ate our boogers as a kid. I think if you say you didn't, you're a psycho and you I'm lie. Gonna, I'm going to say that I'm a psycho and I lied then because I really don't remember it. If I reach out to your mom and your dad and you, even though they do, I believe, think that you hung the moon and the stars. And so that may be a dead end. But I bet if I called your mom, oh, they'd said, tell you some things did that he I did. Eat your, did he <laughs> eat his boogers? I bet they would say, because even if you look at a two-year-old or a three-year-old, they, they're not with it. They're not thinking they're just naturally doing it. Every yeah, that, show we do is so gross. That it's like, yeah, but it's, hey, it's can just, I, this is real life stuff. This is, can I tell you something really cool? Yeah. Somebody actually reached out to me and said, 
we listen to your podcast in our shop, in our business, and we want to be sponsors. And it made me laugh the reason why. What the job is, what the company is, it's they go around, they pick up dog poop in people's yards. Really? And they're like, you talk about poop so much. Uh, and I'm like, there's no shame in that game. So no, I'm like, hell yeah, we'll talk about dog poop. <laughs> because we have Maggie, our golden, and the kids are gone. The kids are gone. And Murphy's too young. I I, I don't want to pick up shit. I don't. I've done diapers for years and I've done diarrhea for years. And I'm just like, I can't do it anymore. And so it used to be that was Cooper's job, you yeah. know, and he'd go every weekend. Actually, we'd split the yard in two and Sophie would do half and Cooper do the other. And it was an every weekend battle where they'd scream at each other and mm -hmm. the neighbors are watching and you did, you left poop in your area. And let me tell you, this new company cross our fingers might be our new sponsors we may have to hire them to come to our house because we have no other children left i i grew up pretty poor and so i was also the kid that picked up poop and then i mean I, I, until we moved into the house that we live in now we never lived in a, a neighborhood where anyone would have the money to pick have this oh yeah and so here recently my neighbors in this neighborhood the, the ones right next door had somebody like that come out and the, yeah. the truck was all decked out and i didn't even know this was a thing but it's a brilliant idea it's really because, listen, it's another one of those things where it's a job that people don't want to do. And if you're willing to do it, I mean, I knew a guy for years and his job was he cleaned porto potties oh, like he traveled can. all over. I'll pick up dog shit. No cleaning porto potties. <laughs> uh, no, I agree with that because he had to clean porto and he would have to go up like in the mountains and, you know, where there's like just like a hiking trail and then there's a little toilet. Uh, in a little shed, yeah. he'd have to go and clean that. Oh God! I mean, I at mean least that man is made of steel. At least in the mountains, it never gets real hot. It would be those Cheyenne Frontier Days porta potties oh. where it's 154 degrees and they're just baking in there. When you bake poop, it gets worse than when oh. it's not baked. See, and again, I don't want to go down the poop road. <laughs> no, I know, Why but I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? This, but I but that's a brilliant idea. It really is. It's a good idea, and I kind of want to ask the guy that's cleaning my neighbors if he would also do mine, but for a little cheaper since he's already. <laughs> over here and so i mean you're it just it's one don't more be yard, that guy because that person's trying to own a business and you're like i'll pay you half if you just clean half the turn. i'm trying to feed three children <laughs> you're a radio superstar <laughs> yeah yes i am <laughs> You were just telling us how Keith Urban smelled, and now you're trying to tell me how you try to get a discount on your poop pickup. That's how radio gets you. They, they, they'll be like, you know, you probably get to meet Keith Urban once in your 10-year career, so you can do it for a lot less money, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. sign me up. Um, yeah. As long no. as I get to meet Keith, you don't have to pay me anything. I got to say, I met Keith, and he was nice, but I walked away, and I'm like, well, I mean, I did kind of want to go to the Outback Steakhouse, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's just because he, he does very have a very thick Australian accent. He does. Yeah, he does have it, a thick accent. I was actually reading not in the Wall Street Journal. I don't know where I read this one, probably on TikTok, but it said that the southern accent is going to go extinct. It's slowly going away. For some reason, I didn't read the whole article. I just read the headline, That's but the sad. headline says that the southern accent is slowly going away and eventually it's going to be gone. Can we be honest with each other? Yeah. Okay. I know a couple people with a Southern accent, a strong Southern From accent. From Colorado? 
Yeah, you know him too, dummy. Is it me? No. Because every once in a while, somebody will tell me. I used to get beat up by one of our former bosses, and he would tell me, how do you say nine? I'd say nine. He's like, no, you say it like a, a, a an effing hit. Who are you talking about? Nah. He, uh, well, you probably can guess. He was my first boss, and he's also the guy that brought me over to work with you originally. He's a very he's he's not known. Yes, I knew it. Okay, I know who flamboyant. I got I got stories about him for days, and he deserves to be name dropped because we're friends now, (laughs) (laughs) and he he loves attention, and so I should just call him out right now. Well, and I wasn't he would he would admit to it. His name's Mark, and Mark yeah. Mark used to beat the heck out of me because he said that I had southern draw tendencies being from Colorado. He's like, you don't have to pretend to be country to be on the country station. Say nine. Oh, and he yelled at you? Yeah. I don't no, think anyone was, yelled was, at me in my he tenure. It. He had a glass desk, and he would hit it as he was yelling at me. I'm like, you're going to break the glass desk. You're going to break it, and it's real nice. Quit hitting your desk and quit yelling at me for saying nine wrong. But yes, he would wow. tell me. So I thought maybe you were going to make fun of me because there have been other people throughout my career that are like, you, you sometimes you sound like you're from the South and you're not. I've from never the thought South. that. So is it a thing? Okay, good. No, right. but who, who was it? Who is it? other than Mark, we've worked with somebody else who's from the South. And I'm like, this person has lived in Colorado for like 40 years. And it is still like, hey, y'all. And it gets thicker and more honey drift <laughs> than whoever this person is around. If it is like somebody that could give him some money, he's like, oh, my God. Oh, yes, I do. No, I do know. <laughs> but there's other times where yeah. it's not as thick, too. Yeah, like then he you'll talks be in to a me. With him and he's like, so anyway, yeah. I was going yeah. through the blah, blah. And then a client <laughs> walks in. He's like, I'll be a hot cat on a tin roof. <laughs> <laughs> mama's so grits and i'm like what what are you talking about Who i bet he, you because he you can tell that this gentleman also like he's he's older now and yeah. he's still like he takes care of himself and he cares yeah, he's good looking dude appeal. and so like in his younger days with that southern accent oh, and his i mean look, dude was a panty was dropping him. Yep. yeah he, he was a panty dropper which no doubt about it You know, good on him, but I'm just like, wow. But I also know people with other accents. Like I know a woman with an English accent and I'm like, you've lived here a long time and I could see it, but it is like pip, pip, cheerio. And I'm like, you're too far, too far. Like, congratulations. Cause then everyone's like, oh, where are you from? And she's like, oh, I can't believe you guessed it. (laughs) Try to hide it. She's eating a crumpet. And uh, but I know people like that, too. Like if people have an accent that they know, they will use that accent. It's true. It's like a it, it is a endearing thing, though. I feel like it if you're trying to like hit on somebody or trying to get somebody to do something, you put on the accent a little bit thicker and it gets people to do stuff. So Maybe I, that's I why don't Mark blame kept yelling at you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that, that could be it. It was turning him on so much. He's like, dude, you got to stop. You got, you've got to stop because it's make, I can't listen when to you your radio. Your so. pretend yeah. Southern accent. <laughs> when you say nine like a cowboy, I can't control myself. <laughs> See, I got more Mark stories. You're doing it again. I want to tell you more Mark stories someday. You got to remind me. All right, let's. We will continue on as we go. Yes, I'm not telling them today because our story, our thing, our time's up. Our time is up, so we just want to say thank you for listening. This is the first episode of the first week of the first. 
<laughs> which Sean was like, this isn't that exciting, but it is a name change. It's Sadie and Sean have no friends. Welcome to the loser side, brother. Because before it was just at me and now we're both losers with no friends. So cool. cool. Anyway, all you have to do, be sure to set auto download up and be sure to follow us on social media, uh, whether that's Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, Twitter, fuck what else is there? No, say it all like you're from um, Snapchat. No, um, say it all. Say it all like you're from Scotland. I can't do accents at all. <laughs> My accents are so bad, and they always come out sending sounding like extra racism, racism me, and I'm like, oh, I didn't mean that. <laughs> I didn't mean. Ryan yeah, was saying the other day when I was talking about my Vietnamese aunt Tui. He's like, that did not sound good because I'm like, I can say that because I have an aunt who is Vietnamese. And he's like, you cannot say that. I'm like, yeah, I can. <laughs> I thought that was yeah. the rule. If it was a family thing. If you have to explain that you have a black family member or a Vietnamese <laughs> family member, you're being racist at that point. I or think. maybe I'm just overthinking. Thank yeah, you so maybe. much for listening. Follow us on social media. Like I said, all the platforms. Sean, I will see you. Tomorrow morning. You won't see me, but I'll talk to you then. Why won't I see you? Because I'm going to turn my camera off. Oh, yeah. Well, goodbye.